You're listening to an Airwave Media Podcast. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Recorded in Chicago, Illinois with your hosts, Ken, Matt, Neil, and Jeff, this is Triviality. Hey guys, and welcome to Triviality. Uh, This is one of our Patreon bonus episodes. And as Usher once said, it's 7 o'clock on the dot, and we're recording a crop drop. That's how I'm introducing this. This is the first one. (laughs) This is the first one. Uh, This one's going out on the free feed. And I really hope you enjoy this, because after this, it's going to the Patreon exclusive feed. So if you love what you're hearing on this, just make sure you sign up on Patreon.com. Joining me today... Is Neil, Ken, and Jeff? How are you guys doing? Good. Are you Are you saying this is like a free sample? This is This is a little taste. Amuse bouche. This is on the main feed we're talking about. This is so people can hear what goes on on Patreon after dark. Yeah, things get a little crazy. We've you know had a couple of uh, non-alcoholic beers probably from from the three of you more or less. Ken and I have been pounding decaf coffee, so you know it's going to be a crazy night. Nah, Neil's got those Heineken zeros over there. <laughs> Zima all the way. Yeah, so I'm really excited about this. It's kind of an ask me anything. You guys, I post a, a thread in the crop. You guys ask us questions, and we just go through and answer them. So anything you guys want to hear, any kind of questions, just feel free to ask them. Um, but, you know, we couldn't do this without our Patreon supporters. So joining us to ask some of these questions is Patreon supporter at her own special $15 level that she made up is Kendall Portillo. How are you doing, Kendall? Hi, I'm great. Thank you for having me on your inaugural episode. It's a pretty big deal. We just got done um, getting our butts kicked by your game. Uh, we had a lot of fun. I don't think that one has probably aired yet when this comes out. So this is a little bit of tease for episode probably a couple of weeks from now. Right. And if anyone is wondering why I'm on, it's because I refused to leave their Skype chat. So <laughs> they decided to give me a job. We begged her to leave. Yeah. And uh, if you're a fan of Netflix, <laughs> this is season three of uh, the show You, but it's starring Kendall. That's right. <laughs> Catch me on Netflix. <laughs> We actually asked her dog Rocky to host, but he was a little camera shy. So unfortunately, he will not be joining us. But he is in the background. Uh, we're going to post some pictures on Instagram. Just send us over those. We'll just post that. The official dog of Triviality. Yes, I'm so excited about this. And he said he's very honored. Now, is he an underdog just like Balboa? He is. Um, actually, when I rescued him, he had like he he had a swollen face, and he still has an asymmetrical face because he got in a fight with a pack of dogs when he was a puppy. 
Though he really is a true, true underdog. He's so cute. He's the best. I can't tell if that's true or, or an extended Rocky metaphor. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's why we named him Rocky, for real. Yeah. Oh, wow. I can't wait for four years when he gets a robot butler or whatever happened in yeah, Rocky Four. I'm just waiting for him to turn into Michael B. Jordan, honestly. <laughs> and then uh, Pluto Ventimiglia will play his son in a movie. <laughs> I heard a really great joke about Michael B. Jordan where somebody said, I hope that there's an actor named Scotty B. Pippen who's slightly worse than Michael B. Jordan. Which <laughs> 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 kind of cracked me up a bit. So, Matt, you said you had an email uh, to start us off, right? Yeah, I believe Matt, uh, Tamara O'Brien uh, reached out to us, uh, the first person to email when you asked for examples for the crop drop. So we thank her for that. Um, because as Matt, I think you posted on the crop, you said not a lot of people actually emailed, which was the instruction, but they just commented, which is okay. Yeah, I think it's because they already have the Facebook open and they don't want to click on over to your Gmail. It's it's very complicated. So I understand. Um, but Tamara O'Brien did send us with a whole bunch of questions. So I'm going to kind of get these out to you guys. You guys ready? We are ready. So the first one, what podcast do you all listen to? What podcast do you listen to? Jeff, we'll start. I know he's a big podcast guy. Uh, it's It's this one now. It's our podcast. I haven't I haven't listened to a podcast in like four months. One of my favorite shows, Hello Internet, went off the air. They went inactive in March. Oh, they did? The one with all the cool logos you showed me? Yeah. And and like I have no idea what's going on there. I don't like follow them on social media or anything. So So just completely dropped off. I was listening to Office Ladies until two weeks ago when they put up a two hour episode and I went, That's the final straw. <laughs> So <laughs> it's gotten a little <laughs> aggravating, to be honest. Well, there's a lot of stuff about like, oh, on the, you know, on the commentary track or like this deleted scene, which is on the DVD. And it's like, well, yeah, I watched all that stuff already. So, I mean, the nice thing is they have connections in the industry and they can reach out to cast and get interviews. But yeah, other than that, there really isn't much appeal for me. Um, so it's kind of sad because I had a lot of high hopes for that show, but it just it's not for me. Hmm. Uh, I used to listen to podcasts, uh, not really anymore. Um, I, I was listening to uh, Script Notes, uh, Children of Tendu, their screenwriting podcasts. Um, but really, the only thing I've been listening to recently uh, is a podcast called The Moment, um, hosted by Brian Koppelman. He's a uh, screenwriter. Uh, he's a co-creator of Billions. Uh, he wrote Rounders and Ocean's 13. Uh, it's a really, really good podcast, though. Uh, because he doesn't uh, limit his guests to people in the entertainment world, and he's a fantastic interviewer. Uh, he used to work in the music business. He has a lot of really great musicians on. If you are a film fan, uh, he has a, a wonderful interview with uh, Christopher McQuarrie, uh, the Oscar-winning screenwriter of, um, of um, oh my God, I'm having a brain fart. Um, I'm going to come back to it. Uh, but he also did the Mission Possible uh, <laughs> 5 and 6, uh, but he has a great interview with him and then Tony Gilroy, a bunch of other people, um, some movers and shakers, uh, chefs, restaurateurs, all that kind of stuff. So Sounds cool. Yeah. So it's called The Moment. Uh, Usual Suspects. There we go. That's the... Thank you. And as for me, uh, one of the kind of outside ones that I like is uh, Beautiful Anonymous. Don't listen to it all the time because I think it's a little better in small doses. But basically, uh, Chris Gethard, the comedian, has... Uh, guests call in at random and uh, they just talk about whatever for exactly one hour and uh, Chris is not allowed to hang up so it's kind of a slice of life uh, <laughs> can be interesting sometimes not so interesting so it's kind of got a little variance there but it's a really interesting concept so I'll just throw that one out there for today 
I just really love all the trivia podcasts out there. So, there you, go. you know, Quiz Quiz Bang Bang, Misinfo, Trivial Warfare, The Benchwarmers, uh, others, Quadrivia, right, from yeah. our friend Jason Borsom. You didn't complete the list there, Matt? When we started, there weren't that many trivia podcasts, but there's so many great ones out there now. So shout out to all of them um, putting in the good work. Trivia Rogues, Trivia, Trivia, The Trivia Show. I don't know if that one's real, but it could be. And Escape the Pod. How about you, Kendall? Oh, uh, my favorite podcast, aside from yours, of course, is called uh, Doughboys, and it's two comedians, Mike Mitchell and Nick Weiger, and they review uh, chain restaurants. And they have a really good love-hate relationship with each other and just make fun of each other the whole time and kind of talk Hollywood because they're both actors and writers. But um, it's really, really, really funny. Sounds good. My next question. Um, who's your dream guest to have on the show? Well, for me, I want to do another uh, Battle of the Bands. And uh, we did one Battle of the Bands pretty early on. And uh, I kind of want to do another one. But but uh, I kind of want to get a couple of my favorite bands on here. But uh, we'll just we'll just hold off on that. Yeah, for me, it's tough because I, I want to go someone in the film world. But, I mean, it's not really trivia. Um, Steven Spielberg. Well, yeah, obviously Spielberg. He doesn't do a lot of interview stuff like that. But um, I'm going to refrain from saying anyone entertainment-wise. Because we're working on it, right? Because we're working on it. Um, But I think in the trivia world, since that's what we do, um, I think Ben Bailey would be really, really fun. Ooh, yeah. I like that answer. Ben Bailey's a solid choice. Along the same lines, I was thinking it'd be really fun. Uh, Ken Jennings seems like he'd be... He's he's pretty funny, pretty witty, so he'd be a good time. Mm -hmm. And I'll say Guy Fieri. Yeah, gangster. Hey, we should reach out. I mean, we'll help him do a fundraiser. He's he's you know sending money to where it, it needs to go. Yeah, you can bring Flavor Town to our show. I would appreciate it. Um, and the last question is: What's a highly or frequently recommended movie that you finally watched and hated? Confession: I hate It's a Wonderful Life. That's <laughs> terrible. <laughs> I, I can I can see that. I get that. Actually, speaking of. Uh... Jimmy Stewart, Vertigo didn't do it for me. Actually, most Hitchcock movies don't do it. For yeah, well, you don't, yeah, you don't like Hitchcock. Yeah, you just can't appreciate his artistry. That's all. Yeah, I guess you so. can't. You can't quantify in your brain. Yeah, no, I'm too. I'm too. I'm too. Uh, too normy. <laughs> yeah, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll, I'm gonna go with. Um, there's a couple like kids classics that um, I probably just watched too late and didn't click with me. For example, The Goonies. Mm-hmm. Oh, I was gonna say the Goonies. I don't get the it. The Goonies sucks. It wasn't. It wasn't recorded when we we had a conversation with uh, my friend Justin Shady. But you said you hate movies with kids and boats, right? Yeah, <laughs> kids and boats. Kids and boats. Not my favorite movies. Like Hook. No, Hook's okay. Hook. Yeah, Hook's okay. Uh, this is a tough one for me. Um, I don't. I don't really hate movies. Um, and it sounds. I, I don't mean to sound pretentious, but um, what's uh, Paul Thomas Anderson had a really good. Uh, um, answer to this question, um, being a filmmaker and like making stuff, he said, uh, he knows how much hard work goes into making movies. And he says that movie's not for me. I don't hate it, but it's just not for me. So there's a lot of movies that are not for me. Um, and I can't think of one off the top of my head. The, the only one I, I almost walked out of was, um, was the one with, um, the Kevin Spacey was replaced in for, um, all the money in the world. Mm. Almost walked out of that one. Ridley Scott. Is it? What about K-Pax? I rented K-Pax from Block- Blockbuster. <laughs> uh, I th- for some reason, the first one that comes to mind that I hated because I love fantasy is Aragon. I just hated that movie. I just mm. could not stand that movie. Oh, but nobody liked that one. Who's recommending that one? 
You liked it? No. No, I hated it. <laughs> okay. Well, there you go. There you go. <laughs> the question was what's a highly recommended movie, and you're like, Aragon sucks. Everyone said so. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't have any highly recommended movies. I I get good source material here from Ken and Neil. Uh, so pretty much every movie that's been recommended to me is a good movie. Matt, you got one? Um no, you know, I, I don't I don't ever watch movies. Um and I when I do I turn my brain off and I just I don't care what I'm watching. Uh Cop and a Half was bad. I don't know if that means anything. <laughs> well, I'll throw this I'll throw this one out here really quick and then we'll move on to the next question. Uh, as Neil was saying, um I think Wes Anderson is one of the greatest living filmmakers right now based on his style, but he is not for me. Oh, that's, that's an interesting take, yeah. I love him. I mean, I think he's I think he's great. I think he's a great filmmaker, yeah. but he's not to my taste. There's a lot of filmmakers like that. I I think in his oeuvre, um, Darjeeling Limited, I just it didn't do anything for me. But I, I like him a lot. I think he's great. All right. So we got some more questions here uh, from others, right? Mm-hmm. And I have sent those over to Kendall to pepper us with questions. So take it away, Kendall. All right, this question is from Kate Hagerman. When is the next season of Bloodsport? I'd like uh, to know this as well. Uh, yeah, we were just talking about it. Um, we we want to do it. Um, we're maybe slightly different this year, just to make it a little bit easier on the back end so we can get it out quicker, right? Yeah. Um, the hardest part of Bloodsport is, is the video portion um, because there's a lot of moving parts, whether it's uh, using Skype, which is sometimes unreliable, uh, our guests... Um, you know, there's internet connectivity, uh, sound, things like that. But if we can focus all our energy on the audio portion of it, which seems to be where people like to land uh, when they listen to it, then uh, I think it can make for a much better experience. Yeah. So maybe this year? Yeah. No, yeah, probably. definitely this year. I think we can I think we can definitely knock it out by the end of the year. Yeah. Maybe maybe a little later this year than than per usual. But uh, all the pieces are in place, as they say. Yeah. yeah, but it's definitely looking like the uh, the amount of work it takes to put into the video for, unfortunately, nobody to really say they they have to have the time to watch it. Just doesn't make sense. Well, I was telling Neil actually that um, when I first started listening to your podcast, Blood Sport came out like a few months later, I believe. And watching you guys on video was actually what got me into your podcast and being able to finally differentiate the voices. Oh. And I loved it. And I love Ryan. So now now that we've made a firm decision of no video, here we hear that uh, the video is of the utmost importance. So. We will consider I mean, if that. you want more, you know, great <laughs> subscribers like me, then uh, I say yes. But otherwise, I mean, do what you do. Well, the answer is for all of you patrons out there, just stay tuned because we're going to be probably looking to staff the blood sport very soon. Yes, and it, and uh, as you know, it comes from uh, Patreon supporters that we do a random drawing. We just pick eight names, I believe, we'll still do this year. I think eight was last year, and uh, we'll see who's going to compete. Mm-hmm. Well, there you go. Next question is from Eric Walling. What is the worst celebrity encounter you've ever had? He, oh. he says, pardon if you've already been asked. Um, I'd like to answer this one, too. Go ahead. You want to start? Is yeah, it Ron sure. test? It is. I already told Matt this story. <laughs> I love but, this story. Uh, in 2016, Meta World Peace, you know, Ron Artest, um, basketball player, posted he was still in the lakers at the time uh but he posted on twitter that he was going to be having a rap show in temecula california which is a couple hours south of me 
And I retweeted it and tagged my boyfriend at the time, now my husband, and I said, let's go. Meta World Peace then retweets me, starts following me, and then got into my DMs, (laughs) slid into my DMs, and said, did you come to the show? And I said, oh, no, I didn't come to the show. I, I had a party to go to. And he said, why did you flake? (laughs) <laughs> like I had committed to to going to this rap show or something. Um, but I said, I'm so sorry. Um, I couldn't get there, whatever I said. But then he was like, just replied in a one word fashion and was like, selfie. So <laughs> Classic metal world piece. You guys. Yeah. So I looked at my husband and I said, what, what should I do? And he's just like the biggest Laker fan you could ever imagine. He was like, keep the conversation going. <laughs> so... <laughs> Um, I did send him a selfie and then um, it was a picture of me dressed as a cat for Halloween. And all he said back was cat. (laughs) And I said, meow. And then he said another selfie. And then I sent him another one. Very thirsty man. I know. I sent him another one and I was just like, I I don't know. My husband was ready to pimp me out for sure um, to get (laughs) Lakers tickets or something. But that's as far as it went. And then. A couple years later, I DM'd him when I was, like, um, intoxicated at my bachelorette party, but he didn't respond. <laughs> oh, man. So, um, yeah, that's the best and worst celebrity encounter I've had, I think. It's the DM version of Indecent Proposal, almost. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, I know Matt's had a couple uh, celebrity encounters. Yeah, but I most of them have been pretty pleasant, to be honest. Don't you love that, when they're mostly pretty pleasant? Yeah. Uh, Tyler, the creator was very nice. Um, I think, uh, Tim Meadows was pretty great. Uh, Doc Rivers gave me some good advice. <laughs> so all right. they've all been positive. I have, I haven't run into the, the jerks out here in, uh, in Hollywood yet. So every time I'm in LA, I, I almost every other time I should say I've seen, um, Tim Meadows driving. It's so random. <laughs> that's, all he, that's all he does. He just drives Always around on the road. like everyone. Yeah. I will say that John Lovitz cut me off once. So, yeah, that was the worst. Eat my dust. (laughs) It stinks. So, so Neil, I I imagine you probably don't want to throw anybody under the bus, but uh, you had a pleasant encounter with a celebrity on a skateboard, right? A pleasant encounter with... Oh, yes, I did. Um, Yeah, that was recently. Yeah, uh, one of the other trips uh, I went to L.A. to... I was staying with Matt. Um, I was uh, outside the La Brea Tar Pits with uh, Colleen, and I saw a kid uh, skateboarding, and I was like, oh, he looks uh, he looks really familiar, and I was like, I'm pretty sure it's Jaden Martell from uh, Knives Out and uh, and uh, It. Um, so, uh, yeah, went up to him. It was him, and he's like, hey, man, nice to meet you, and he talked to me for a couple minutes. Uh, it was really cool. He's just like, yeah, I'm just practicing my, my moves out here, and I got a movie I got to film, and this was before... Knives Out, and he was like, I have to go film a detective story, and I was like, oh, that sounds really cool. I hope it goes well, and that ended up being Knives Out, which was cool. Turned out pretty well. Yeah, turned out well for him. Um, I don't I don't really have any... I think I've already said on the podcast, but uh, I had a bad experience with Kevin Spacey, but... Yeah, um, you could throw him I think under I've, the bus. Yeah. <laughs> That's fine. Yeah. He, he's already I'm mangled pretty, by the wheel, so... Yeah. Jeff doesn't have any, really? I don't think I've ever really met You're related someone. to two celebrities? Kind uh, of. So, I mean, sort of. Like low-key who uh well two of my cousins have played professional football so we'll leave it at that yeah yeah we'll leave it at that okay i won't name drop them. we'll leave it at that um as mm. for me jared culver of the minnesota Timberwolves. <laughs> 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 very strong family resemblance 
As for me, I've spent uh, 10 years of my life working at uh, JBTV, which is a music TV show here in Chicago. And uh, I've uh, interacted with and videotaped many, many bands, uh, most of them super nice. And I was part of uh, one very awkward interview with one of my very favorite musicians. So that one kind of stuck out to me, but I will not uh, disclose who that was because mm. I still like them. And it wasn't really anybody's fault. All right, let's let's change the question before we get in trouble. Welcome to From Beneath the Hollywood Sign. If you love old movies, Hollywood history, or the golden age of filmmaking, you've come to the right place. This is the podcast that talks about amazing stories of Tinseltown from another era and fascinating conversations with writer-producer Steve Kubine and actress-writer Nan McNamara. One particular argument, he ended up dislocating Ava's jaw. <gasps> Ava, she was such a tough cookie. Rather than cry or scream or anything like that, she... Or she, call the police. Or call the police like she should have, <laughs> exactly. What does she do? She takes an ashtray and she knocks him over the head and knocks him unconscious. That's how she fought back. She didn't know what to do, so she called Louis B. Mayer. I think I've killed Howard Hughes. What do I do? Revisit a time when the pictures were still big and everyone was ready for their close-up. When you want Tyrone Power instead of Tom Hardy, Jennifer Jones instead of Jennifer Lawrence, or Robert Mitchum rather than Robert Pattinson, then From Beneath the Hollywood Sign is the gin joint for you. Okay, I just want to say that Andy Dick was coming out of a, a concert b- right in front of me, and he threw up in front of me. Anyway. That, I believe. Yeah. <laughs> um, Tamara O'Brien asks, what Ooh, podcast... Oh, yeah. What podcast would you like to be a guest on? She has a follow-up question. Okay. What reality competition show do you think you could win? None of them, probably. Yeah. Is there one that's about being like super annoying? I'm pretty sure I could do well at that. Survivor. That was like every VH1 reality show <laughs> from 2004 to 2009. I actually would really like to be on a reality show and for two reasons. Uh, probably like real world, big brother, that kind of thing. Because uh, I am inherently not a conniving person or anything like that. I'm very, very nice, which isn't good for reality TV. But I've studied reality TV and mm-hmm. I know how I can bend all of them to my will and get them all eliminated. Sociopath. Because I would I would <laughs> talk in the interview way too much, so they'd have to put me on TV, and I would just be an <laughs> so they'd have to put me on TV and get the fans behind me, and then I'd win. Mm-hmm. That's a good strategy for sure. I, I would pick the circle because uh, I love <laughs> the circle, and uh, I just want to catfish people. I think that's so fun. And I'm not I used to do it a lot when I was 17, so <laughs> I'll do it again. <laughs> I'm not saying I would win this uh, reality show, but the other day I was thinking about it for some reason. But Beauty and the Geek, how about that? Oh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> Bring that back. That was a great show. And then and then uh, midway through, they brought in all the hot guys. Didn't Ashton Kutcher host it? <laughs> or he was like a creator or something? Yeah, he something was on the like first that. episode. Yeah. It was like, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I wouldn't mind being like a judge on a cooking show. I could no. see you doing that. This is not cooked properly. <laughs> This is not good. <laughs> but I'm not I don't like do anything by my palate. I'm like grabbing like a thermometer and I'm like this chicken is slightly undercooked. It's 158 degrees. Technically <laughs> yeah. looking for technicalities in the like, dish. I've got like pH uh, measurements going. Oh man. There's not enough acidity in this dish. I would not like to watch that. I'm gonna be honest. <laughs> I was promised a chocolate ganache. 
Yes. Uh, as for podcast guests, I would be on uh, Dropping the Gloves with John Scott because I just want to talk with John Scott a little bit about hockey. Hmm, I've never heard of fun. I thought you would pick Escape This Podcast because you didn't get to be on with That's us. That's true. I really do want to be on Escape This Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I would I would love to be on How Did This Get Made. That's what I would want to mm-hmm. be on. Yeah, and I would pick We Hate Movies in a similar vein because I, I really enjoy that one. They seem to hate the same movies that I do, which is all of them. <laughs> all right, next. This comes from Matthew Cosme. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Matt. What's everyone's favorite video game or video game series? Question mark. Mm. Favorite. That's a tough one. This is really tough. Can I do a top three? Let's do top three. I'll do a thing I never do, and I will definitively <laughs> pick a thing. Oh, okay. Exciting. Final Fantasy VII has a special special place in my heart. It's phenomenal. Um, Ocarina of Time and uh, Bioshock series. Those are good. Uh, I go with Final Fantasy VII. I've played that one in the remake probably more than any. And just Final Fantasy series in general, because I know that I played 10, 9, and 8 probably hundreds of hours too. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's that's the extent of my nerdness as far as video games, because I mostly stick to Madden and 2K outside of that. I mean, they're fun. Madden's a good good fun. but uh, <laughs> It's a good fun. It's a good fun. Uh, it's funny. I was going to say... Um, Super Smash Brothers. 64. But as soon as I wanted to lock that in, I went, nope, Elder Scrolls, because Skyrim. Hundreds of hours. Skyrim, Morrowind, um, several others have eaten up months of my entire life. And uh, I quite enjoyed that, so. I'm not really a gamer. Um, I mean, I I guess I kind of was when I was a kid, but uh, mine are all based on um, life uh, areas or events. So when I was very little, my game of choice was uh, Bugs Bunny Crazy Castle on Game Boy. Mm-hmm. Um, I was obsessed with just the straight up Super Mario Brothers, which from there and then post-college uh, I tried to beat it in like seven minutes uh, and I, I became obsessed. That's kind of what happens with me. I become obsessed about something until I beat it or, or finish it and then I move on. And then college was Halo. Played with the whole dorm uh, against like 12 year olds and I got way too animated um, and then finally uh, I was obsessed with um, L.A. Noir to it's, beat that. Oh, that's an amazing game. Neil is a man of culture. It's funny you should say the getting obsessed thing because I tried to beat Kirby's Dreamland on NES for like four years when I was a kid. And then for some reason, like two years ago, on your classic NES system on a random New Year's Eve, I was like, F- it, I'm beating this game. <laughs> oh, that's and the I just... night that I got blackout drunk and missed work the next day. <laughs> Matt was not, that was a good time. Matt was not playing any games. <laughs> I brought a, I brought some of the barrel-aged uh, Goose Island beer that I forgot was like 14% alcohol by content. It had like four of them. And I was like, I only had four beers. What's wrong with me? <laughs> Bye, Matt. Kendall, do you Good play uh, video games? Um, I don't. I guess I would pick Mario Kart if I had to answer. Um, but in college, um, I would play Call of Duty with one of my friends, Cameron, and he was like too embarrassed to have me play under his screen name because I was so bad that he was just like, okay, like you got to give that to me. Like, just stop, please. I oh, love duty. How funny is the emergence of online gaming <laughs> where like you let a friend, like Kendall was saying, play, but you always had to go on the mic and go, it's my friend. It's not me. Don't take it out of me. 
Yeah. He did that all the time, literally. Yeah. And um, yeah, it was uh, really embarrassing for him. But his like screen name was Meatwad. So I feel like that is way more embarrassing. <laughs> that was like every 12 year old. You play like a girl. I don't play like a girl. <laughs> it's better. I'm a girl. <laughs> Thank you. It's better than Shake. So. Yeah, Next but definitely question. Mario Kart. Okay. Um, well, this is still Matthew Cosme. Cosme, maybe. Sorry, Matthew. Uh, favorite band, and he also says favorite movie. Oh God, these are these answer are like, all of them. These are the big questions too. It's like, I don't know. You should have expected these when we started an AMA. You know. Yeah. Yeah. No. Well, we're not good at planning things. Okay. So. This is. I will default back to top three because I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna choose. This is rude. Uh, favorite band. There's always gonna be a special place in my heart for BNL. Bare naked lady. Just gonna be. Oh what? Wait, really? They're, oh yeah. They're Juno winners. What? <laughs> oh, is that the Canadian? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The hamburger. I've been phone. watching them on TikTok. Like I was saying, they have I love that Robertson. They have He's behind great. the scenes. Yeah, yeah, it's great. They've been doing yeah. like um, recordings all in their homes and then combining them, which has been kind of fun. Um, I am also a big classic rock guy. Uh, Pink Floyd's probably my favorite there, and then. I'm going to throw in a more recent one. Every time I come back to their albums, I'm just like, it's, it's like rediscovering them. And that's Alkaline Trio. I never get sick of that mm-hmm. band. Very nice. Hmm. Uh, yeah, my, my Spotify playlist uh, is boy bands, hip hop, crooning, and pop punk basically most of the time. So um, yeah, NSYNC, Frank Sinatra, um, and then 80s hair bands and stuff. So I, I don't really have a, I guess NSYNC if I have had a gun in my head. Scorpions. Yeah. Do you have a favorite movie? Yeah, favorite movie. Uh, yes, I do have a favorite movie. It's unsurprisingly a Hayao Miyazaki film, um, and I, I, I hate to do this. Cause Can I steal mine. No, I'm not going to go Princess Mononoke. Okay. Um, <sighs> what? Nothing. Just you guys. Continue. <laughs> no, it's Spirited Away. Um, I, although I agree with Ken, I think Princess Mononoke might be the better film. Favorite movie, Neil. Uh, I I don't really have a favorite uh, movie. Roadhouse, moving on. But I'll I'll be on brand today. <laughs> yeah, I'll I'll All be right. on brand today. I'll say Roadhouse today. All right, my favorite movie is uh, as you heard, Princess Mononoke. Um, a classic. It is actually. Um, my bands. I'm gonna go with the band I listen to the most, uh, which is He Is Legend, a metal band. Love them. Oh, they're so good. Uh, I have a tattoo for Cigaros, uh, so I'll say them and uh, a little Chicago flavor, Lawrence Arms. No converge mm. and converge. Don't <laughs> mm. the Larry arms. Uh, my f- favorite movie, uh, Rocky. I watch. I watch Rocky all the time. It's probably, probably a favorite movie for sure. Uh, favorite bands. I think bands I've spent the most time listening to is probably Fall Out Boy, Motion City soundtrack, and Alkaline Trio is probably gonna round out that trio. I suppose. Nice. We Great. all. Have- very similar pop punk taste, I believe, for yeah. a lot of us. Matt and I, you, we got to see a great Fall Out Boy concert after the Nike Human Race. Yeah, we ran a we that was my first race ever. We ran a 10k that ended at Soldier Field, and then Fall Out Boy was just there and playing, and basically no one else knew who they were except us. I feel like nice. it was great. Mm-hmm. Any more questions on that list? Well, my favorite movie, not that you guys asked, is <laughs> we're so rude. We're bad hosts. <laughs> is Almost Famous. Oh, um, great movie. 
I love that movie, but I'm going to have to check out Princess Mononoke. Yeah. Um, and also Spirited Away has been on my letterbox list forever. So um, I will have to watch that finally. And then as far as favorite bands, I think Ben Folds 5 is probably it. If you have HBO Max for some weird reason, all of the Miyazaki films are on there. I have it. There you go. I Check it out. All right. Next question from Nick. Mastacero. Oh, our newest Patreon member, I believe. Thank yeah. you, Nick. Oh, is he? Yeah, he is. Thank you. Yeah. Very good looking. Nick Mastacero. Okay. <laughs> has, there, <laughs> has there been a Harry Potter bonus theme quiz yet? If not, please sign me up or I can always help draft the quiz. There was a Triwizard Tournament. Yes. We did it about a year and a half, two years ago. More more than that, I would say. I, th- I think that was very early in our in our about career. a year in so yeah i think before we refined our tournament style i think we could probably definitely bring it back as a tournament with some yeah. bringing on eight to ten people again and do yeah. it there. and i know there'd be interest if you're interested why don't you just comment on the spoiler thread and just yeah. let us know if you're interested in harry potter let's yep. do another we'll do another yeah that's the only um episodes i haven't listened to from you guys <laughs> oh thanks. literally i think so nice but... kendall <laughs> <laughs> but i will listen i will listen especially if nick is on it uh, oh wow! I'm just kidding. I really can't see his picture, but it looks like he's the nice. the thing I remember about that one is that Neil and I were playing as a layman team. That's right, and we just got destroyed. Yeah, we did. You did I, better than expected, though, if I remember right. <laughs> yeah, maybe like we, better than you deserve. We got not, we got over zero. That's for sure. <laughs> All right, looks like there's one more. So let's get to that final question. Final question is from Elliot Kuchera. What were some of the goals, if any, that you all set for the show when you first started, and how have they changed over time? Uh, I'll start. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, what were your goals for our show? <laughs> You've met all my goals. Oh, thanks. Oh, thank you. Uh, we had no goals, right? Well, I, yeah. I mean, I had, I, we had goals. I, think. I mean, at the very inception of the podcast, we, we didn't really have anything formalized. Um, mm-hmm. We kind of had an idea what we wanted for the show um kind of the you know the format and and pretty basic stuff like runtime and kind of the feel and but yeah we learned a lot pretty quickly as far as like what worked what didn't work i mean some of those early episodes are pretty rough um but yeah i would i would say our main goal when we started was to make a good to make a decent show show that you that's like compact and kind of like quick and funny and then you know doesn't take itself too seriously yeah yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, we have a lack of seriousness, maybe a little bit of knowledge. I don't know. We kind of <laughs> these put kinds of things. Yeah. <laughs> um, as far as like what we were gonna do with it after that point, I mean, I don't think did any of us really know in six months what this no. was gonna. Look I mean, like? I think what on the outset, due to especially mine and Neil's background, we thought we could gather at least a moderate audience to listen to it. Yeah, but. I think we we would all say that it's by far exceeded our expectation. Oh, I would agree with that. And 100%. Uh, at this point, we're just going to keep on pushing as as far as we can. Um, I know, just speaking for myself, I'd like to spend more time doing this as opposed to other sort of normal career sort of things. So mm-hmm. uh, definitely moving more in a professional direction. That's, and that's, our, that's our goal. That's entirely possible. Um, I, we've we've come a lot farther than I thought we would uh, with the support of our patrons, which has been really a blessing for the show. Um, I don't know if it would have been possible to keep doing the show without it. Um, and, and listeners, you know, 
thanks for thanks for listening. Thanks for sticking with us. Um, sometimes I'm sure we're annoying, or you're like, why didn't they get that question right the third time? Um, uh, yeah, I think it's the community engagement, just the fact that there is a community now that's been yeah. growing of people that uh, we may not have met in person, uh, which is pretty surreal, uh, talking to us all the time, or people that we did get to meet in person, whether it was at an event. Or... Oh, I never thought we would. I thought we would know everyone who listened to our show because they were our friends. Right. Now, I never thought we would actually meet people and make yeah, friends. Yeah, I think the coolest thing is being able to like build that culture where it's like, oh, that's a triviality listener. Like, Especially when you get certain questions, you're like, okay, I get it. You guys like Space Jam. We can do cool <laughs> Space Jam questions. But I, we do appreciate them. We love all of them. But... And if you go just from Geek Bowl as a sort of a measure, I mean, when we, we went to Geek Bowl in Boston, uh, we wanted to do a little event. We didn't think anyone would come. I think we had 16 or 18 people, which was sort of just insane um, just to, to see that. And then the next year in Vegas, uh, we, we got the pleasure of meeting Kendall uh, and Amanda and a bunch of other people, and it even grew larger than that. And then last year, or this year in Chicago, I mean, I think there was 300 people there. The combined podcast blowout. Yeah, and so it's just, um, it's pretty crazy. It's it's still weird um, getting messages about people saying, oh, th- this was a funny thing you said, or uh, I, I can't believe you liked this thing that I like, and, and we forget that we said it on the show. So it's just great that we can um, try and put out the best content that we can um, and it's for you, it's for the listener, which is most important. And at the end of the day, um, we love putting out trivia content. We don't care about winning. We just care that your listening experience is superb. Yeah, so. but it's, it is really an honor. We get emails and messages from people that are really, really touching. Um, we had one recently. I won't name who it was, but uh, I mean, it was it like made my whole week. Um, it just mm-hmm. kind of hit me in that right spot. And it's nice to know that what we do means more than just the fact that it's a trivia show. But yeah, I mean, if hopefully we keep growing and more people start listening, and we're gonna keep doing it as long as, you know, as long as people want it, and as long as we're having fun doing it, and mm-hmm. nice. yeah. mm-hmm. I don't think that's gonna yeah. stop anytime soon. So, what a nice little bow on this episode, huh, Matt? <laughs> really ties it all together again. You know, listener supported show. We really appreciate all the patrons who support us, and if you'd love to you know, keep getting these kinds of episodes every month. Just join us over at patreon.com slash triviality podcast at just the $5 level. You get these episodes every month and now you're getting two bonus episodes every month. So if you're thinking I need to hear these guys every day of my life, this is the opportunity for you. We're putting out so much content. There's like 40 bonus episodes already. So come check us out. Uh, Thank you, Kendall, for being on this episode and asking those questions and pronouncing everyone's name perfectly. I'm sure they won't tell you it was wrong in the comments at all. I got Uh, no one's name wrong. (laughs) Perfect. All right. And thanks again to Neil, Ken, and Jeff. My name is Matt. And that was this month's Crop Drop Triviality bonus episode. Spend less time staying in the know about all things gaming and more time actually watching and playing what you want with the IGN Daily Update Podcast. All you need is a few minutes to hear the latest from IGN on the world of video games, movies, and television with news, previews, and reviews. So listen and subscribe to the IGN Daily Update wherever you get your podcasts. That's the IGN Daily Update wherever you get your podcasts.